You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. Welcome back. Oh, wait, I was going to do this as Harry Potter. Welcome back to the uh, (laughs) Resilient Humans Podcast. Harry, you do not sound very good with that accent. No, not at all. (laughs) Here we go. Welcome back, guys. This is awesome. We're uh, still trucking along. We have a lot of awesome guests lined up. I just want to say that. Yes, we really do. I said that this morning. Yeah, there's going to be quite a few truth bombs dropped in the next little while, I'd say. So I apologize for these ones that we have to do between all of our amazing guests. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I'm here instead of somebody fabulous. That's all right. You're supposed to say I'm fabulous too, Kevin. Oh, right. Yeah. Dick. So fabulous. (laughs) Anyway, we've been having fun at the gym here. We're uh, leading up to the CrossFit Open. Yeah, open season. Good times. Which is awesome. So we have uh, worldwide workouts that are released every Thursday for three weeks starting on February 16th. We have everybody in the gym on the 17th um, and just run through the workouts, and it's fun. We have everybody split up into teams. I don't know when this podcast is going to be released, so I'm not going to say it yet. Okay. But we we release out this giant questionnaire with a bunch of like what seem like random preference questions. Um, people are like, "Wow, that's the most interesting survey I've ever filled out." That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's their preference? Like cat or dogs, and favorite colors, and zodiac signs, stuff like that. So mm. anyway, we got the we got the teams made. We'll be uh, as of recording, we'll be announcing them today, and. Uh, yeah, it's gonna get it's gonna get real. That's when the the uh, chirping yeah. starts to happen. Yeah, that's my favorite part of the open. Not the workouts. <laughs> not not like the cheering everybody on. Like that's cool. <laughs> I love the chirping. <laughs> Me too. Best part. <laughs> I like the whole season. Everybody getting together. There's a lot of there's a lot of chirping, but there's so much support and you know just fun, wonderful things happening. A lot of camaraderie, a lot of community stuff. A lot of people surprise themselves too. Like one, I'm kind of like that in a regular class. Like I'll I'll work hard and I'll you know do my best, air quotes. Um, but when it comes time to the competition, I really lay it all out. And a lot of people do that. They're like, whoa, I didn't even know I could jump that high or lift that much or do that movement, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And we, we see it every year. This is the 13th year of the uh, CrossFit Open, and you know it's consistent. We see it all the time. Yeah. Who's going to get their first what during yeah. this Open? Yeah. Right? It's going to be great. Thrilling. All right. Today's uh, topic has nothing to do with fitness. Mental fitness. I see you have some uh, carrots here on the desk. Yeah, you wouldn't let me. You made me stop eating them because you press record. I'm still picking them out of my teeth. No crunchies in the in the recording. No. So this is um, we're talking about food. It's something that I knew was a phenomenon, but I didn't understand why. Okay. And then once I started kind of reading into it, I'm like, that makes total sense. So we'll set the scene here. Have you ever had somebody else make you a sandwich 
and you ate the sandwich and you're like, wow, that's a really good sandwich. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever then made the same sandwich using the same ingredients, <laughs> ate the sandwich and then thought, meh? Perhaps. Perhaps. Yes. The question is, why do sandwiches taste better when somebody else makes them? That's a great question. But it's so true. Like yeah. I can, I can even, <laughs> here's the one that we, we do at our house, popcorn. <laughs> if I make the popcorn, Joanna just like, she goes, oh, you make the best popcorn. It's just, <laughs> there's no magic recipe. You know what? I was actually just going to say, you do make the best popcorn. Right. But you do. But it's, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's the fact that somebody else is making it. That's the, the cool part. Like when I eat my own popcorn, it's just. When she makes it, do you think it's the yes. best? Yes. Okay. That's the thing. So why? Why is that true that when somebody else makes you literally anything, it could be toast with butter on it. When mm. somebody else makes it, mm -hmm. it tastes better. Is there something in the making or the doing or the seeing of it that takes away from the joy of the surprise? Or are you just... So what... What is that? What the psychologists have found oh. is that when you make your own sandwich or your own... I'm just saying sandwich. When you make your own food, <laughs> you're anticipating the taste as you're working on it. The whole time. Right. Yeah. And when you think of that particular food, whatever it is that you're making for a while, you end up becoming less hungry for it later on. Like the novelty is worn off already before you eat it. Yes. Oh. Which is interesting. What, I believe that's why, and we've talked about this before, but that's why CrossFit's novelty sticks around. It's why people stick around CrossFit longer is because they don't know what the workout is when they're you know, signing up for a class. It's, mm -hmm. it's all novel. Everything's new. Every workout air quote tastes a little different every time they come in. And so that because of that novelty, it keeps them going. And I think, well, I know that that same thing happens with our food. If you know what you're going to be eating every single day, yeah, you're, the novelty is going to wear off and you're going to be less likely to eat it. So this this whole topic stems from one of my clients that I'm working with. She goes, I make all the food, every Sunday's meal prep, I do the grocery shopping, I come home, wash, cut, cook, package, like the fridge looks immaculate with all these stacked uh, containers. And then the week goes on and I don't eat any of it. Like what? Sure, what okay. a waste. Like you're thinking in your head, wow, that's that's a waste. My, mm. my line of thinking goes to, well, why? Why don't people eat what they prepare? And it goes back to this sandwich thing. Why does it taste better when somebody else eats it? It's because you've already gone through the mental process of knowing what it smells like. You already know what it's going to taste like. And when you eat it, there's no surprise. There's no surprise. There's no shock. Mm. And that's why chefs don't, don't. Mm. have as much... Uh, pleasure when they eat their own foods. So if you go to a restaurant uh, any or anybody, if anybody goes to any restaurant that they're not a part of, they're not making the food. If you eat it and you're like, Oh, there's like that little hint of lime. I didn't, I didn't realize that you're like, 
you're in awe. You're you're able to enjoy the that sense of surprise. Mm. But the chef knows that there's lime in there because he put it in there. So he would never get that aha moment or experience when he's eating that food. I know it's going to taste like lime because I put that in there. Interesting. I have literally never given this a moment's thought. And I bet a lot of people listening never have either. They know it's a thing. Right. They know that when you eat somebody else's food, that it generally tastes better. Well, it's an expression for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And when they make their own, they're less likely, they have less urge or desire to eat it. I, correct me if I'm wrong. Is I that will. is that why <clears throat> your spouse might say, well, what do you want? I know there's decision fatigue in that. Oh, well, that 100%. actually, okay. Decision that opens fatigue it up a little definitely bit. plays a, a part in that. But I bet it's because if they're constantly deciding and making it, there's no excitement. There's no excitement to it anymore. Well, that's why I did my uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday meal plan. Oh, right. I started it doing differently this the past few months. Tell us about it. Uh, well, I prep on Sundays and um, not always extremely well, some weeks extremely well. Uh, but what I started doing when I first started to prep to keep it as simple as possible and not overwhelm myself was I just got a little whiteboard and I wrote Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. No, just, just Monday to Friday. Uh, Fridays usually takeout or pizza or leftovers. So there's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and there are four of us in our home right now. And I was finding week after week, it was tending to be the same things because I was just going on autopilot, making what I know how to make, making what I'm good at, what's easy. And I just got really tired of it. I still like the making. I still like the prepping. But it's just that mental, like you're right, decision fatigue. It just got old. So what I decided to do is ask each one of my family members to recommend a meal every week. So with some parameters, you sure. know, Josh yeah. will always say, oh, hey, well, that means I'm going to get, I want to, you know, <laughs> um, chicken, whatever that is, uh, deep fried chicken or whatever. Uh, but it has to be a homemade meal. And uh, I have one suggestion for my husband, one for my son, one for my daughter, one for myself. But what's actually come of that is every meal tends to be a little bit of a surprise. And then we have a conversation like, hey, who? Who came up with this meal? I like this. Who, who was, whose was this? Oh, this was Annie's. Oh, okay. You know, so it keeps things a little bit more interesting, at least for me, the chef. Do you highlight things that everybody enjoys? Like, do you almost like put a bookmark in it and be like, okay, we'll do this one again yes. if everybody likes it? Yes, absolutely. It will mm -hmm. go on the repeat list. Instant way to create your own recipe book. Yeah. Yeah. That's really it. Mm -hmm. That's mine's awesome. A, mine's a box, but... <laughs> so there's, we're already diving into it. We're, we're a few minutes in and we're already talking about action items, which is good yeah. because that's what this podcast is all about. You mentioned before we started recording, mm -hmm. you mentioned a couple other ideas that people could use to help keep that novelty in place where they're, again, not cooking everything themselves or not being surprised by the taste of what they're making. So tell me about this, the one that you did at school. That one's really <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome. Uh, I was mentioning um, f when I was a teacher, a school teacher a few years back, um, there was a big 
uh, interest in mason jar salads. They were all over Pinterest and whatever else. So uh, a few of us got together, I think five, five co-workers, and we all decided that on Sundays we were all going to make five jars of whatever salad we came up with and then bring the five jars to school and then trade them with the other four co-workers. So we had a different meal Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and each day was a surprise. Did we love everyone? No, but everyone had a conversation around it. There was, you know, conversations about how they were made, what was in it, what kinds of foods people liked. So not only did we make it interesting and, you know, novel to eat lunch every day, it also sparked a lot of like camaraderie and community and sharing of things. So it was pretty cool. So if you were in a work environment where you're not working at home and the only thing around is a cat or a dog, mm-hmm. that's something that you could easily set up with with coworkers. Say like, hey, mm-hmm. I have this idea. And I guarantee if you ask, they're going to be like, uh, sign me up. Yeah. I'm in. Just make five of the same sandwiches and I'm going to make five different sandwiches. Soups. what Soups, like anything. We did lots of different things. Yep. Yeah. And I would go so far as to say, you know, you can do that on a small scale at home, you know, if you and your partner both plan or like to make things, you know, you could take turns making each other's lunches and surprise each other. Not only make your own, but just make one person's. And Or I also said uh, earlier that if you're wanting to do this on your own, make five different lunches, but put them all in the same looking containers. Yes, 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 yes. Right? And then you pick one, you don't know which one it is. You open it up at lunchtime, you're like, ah, oh, all right. I wasn't sure what day I was going to eat this. I... I absolutely love that idea just because it's like, <laughs> it's like the hopper here. Yeah. <laughs> just, pick, yeah. just randomly pick, pick them out. See, see what it is. You and know, they're all good. You just don't know which one it is. Right. Yeah. I, I really like that. It's, it's unfortunate that most of our storage options that we have either have right. s- their see-through glass or the <laughs> lid, the lids are see-through. Sure. So if, if we can find How some, can we, uh... yeah. Maybe like mar- color. Put a label on marker. the. F- yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I like that. I really like that idea. Or just close your eyes and put in your lunch bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You know. Or just have somebody have else somebody pack else it, for put it you. in for you. Yes. Yeah, there's. That'd a, be a fun idea for one of your kids, or you know. That's interesting. See, it's funny because when I was in high school, or in middle school, <laughs> um, my dad would make all of my lunches. And I would never know what was in it. And it could be the crappiest thing. Well, I remember a lot of the times it was um, bologna and mustard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and cheese. And cheese. It had to be like uh, the sliced cheese, right? Anyway, <laughs> I did not eat healthy as a, as a kid. Yeah, well, mm. definitely. Mm-hmm. So it was like plastic. But anyway, every day I would open up like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Even though it was Even though well, could it matter. be the same? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was just, a, every day was a surprise. I never knew what was going in it. It was just like, oh, that's, that's my lunch today. Sweet. Now, what happened when you got to high school? I remember when I got to high school, I started making my own lunches and they start, tended to be the same. I never did. Oh. Lunches were made or um, that was the novelty aspect of uh, Subway would come in. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if it was Subway. It was some type of sub sub bar or whatever right. and you could pay like 5 or 6 bucks and have it have your own sub made in front of you mm. and uh, so that was another aspect of the novelty 
which is why I believe is the reason that people can have a fridge full of food and as they're driving home, they're like, they look to their left or the right and they're like, that that looks more appetizing right now. And that's why they stop at a fast food place. Okay. It's just, it's quick, it's easy, it's a novelty. You know, they probably don't do it every day. You don't have to heat it up. You don't have Not, to. Nothing's just, involved with it, right? Someone just hands it to you. And so if if you can make it so that when you get home, what you're going to have is a novelty or a surprise, you're going to be more likely to just eat what you've already prepared or eat mm-hmm. what somebody else has prepared for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Like when you'd get home when you were living with your parents and you'd get through the door like my teenage son does every afternoon. What's for supper? And I tell him and he goes, yes. <laughs> right? But I don't feel that way. You know, no, I've just you're been the making, one making it. it. And, you know, like, oh, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're excited. Maybe you should make something. Yeah, I should really get him to make supper once a week and surprise us. That'd be awesome. He would be. Check back on that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only... Other suggestion that I have is there's tons of these pre-made meal options. I'm, I'm working with somebody in uh, PEI right now, and they have this. HelloFresh? One know, of those? Types. Well, okay, so that's another option. Mom actually does it, and it's really damn good. Yeah. Um, one of my other clients just started doing it with his family, and uh, crazy. They're like, this is the healthiest we've ever eaten, like in our whole lives. Yeah. That's great. It's well, amazing. It's the ingredients. It's the they're getting bread. a protein source yeah. and and fruits and veggies. Like it's it's coming in hot. Um, but that one from PEI, there's a a company that has all these pre-mades that you just you can freeze them or just warm them up. And I believe in Moncton here we have uh, simply for life. I think they have a food mm. like a fridge and freezer section when you first walk in. It's o- over by Costco. Okay. And so when you walk in, it's it, they're just all, all done. Set. And you can just grab and literally go. Well, there I mean, was pay, a why are you first, cooking one too. Uh, I don't think they're still around. No, they're not, I don't think. No. But I think it was the same idea. Yeah. And so that's another way to get healthier choices without having to stop off and go yeah. through a drive through yeah. which You can have somebody make your food without it being that food. Yeah. Now, are you going to pay a premium for it? Yes. yes. But is it more of an investment? Well, because you're investing in healthier options than the quick and easy drive-throughs. Certainly. Also, yes. Yeah, and if I mean, if you're preparing food and that you're not going to eat it, and then you're going through the drive-through and spending more money anyway, and I throwing would ar- out the food. I would argue you're, you're winning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Eh? All right, that is your show for today. Hmm. That was that's fun. kind of fun. <laughs> Something I've never thought about before, but well, I'm glad we could come up with some fun. Sandwiches make <laughs> taste better when someone else makes them. Well, now you know. Now we know. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, enjoy your week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.